Open Heavens is here once again from the 20th of September to the 28th of November under the theme As Soon As Zion Travelled. Venue, Porter City Mutual Prom Prom. Morning, afternoon and evening sessions with Prophet Nanase Opukusakwadie. I want to continue from where I left off this morning that I believe strongly that one of the areas that God must settle us is our finances. Amen. Those who don't like money, their mouth is shut. Nobody has gone to buy anything in the shop with tons. Nobody has gone to marry with tons. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody has ever done that. Amen. Amen. So, the area of finances in your life must be settled. Amen. The truth of the matter is that there are some things from our backgrounds that are fighting our finances. And I'm going to talk about some things. And there are also some things from your own mindset that is fighting your finances. All right, Because transition from poverty mentality to <laughs> financial blessing, the mindset must change. Amen. Amen. Because if you continue like this and you end like this, your Christianity will not be attractive. Mm. I just said something very powerful. Yes, sir. And the reason I believe that we have to tackle it spiritually is that there are some things in the Bible, some, some verses in the Bible that shows that your finances can come under attack. That you need God to settle it. Amen. There was a great man of God in the 20th century called Kenneth Hagin. Uh, Normally we call him Papa Hagen. That was maybe one of the giants of faith at that time. One of the books I read, he said that his finances were some way. Miracles were happening in the ministry. The dead was raised, cripples, but financially. So he went to seek the face of God. She just went into fasting and trying to find out what is. And the Lord told him that you have to command the devil to take his hand off your finances. Yes. The Lord told him, he said, command the devil and if you read job chapter 20 and verse number 15 um, um job 20 he said that he has swallowed down riches who swallow it who swallowed that those fine those riches he has swallowed down riches and he said that and he shall vomit them up again amen hallelujah to jesus amen he has swallowed down riches and he shall vomit them up again. But that is not even serious as when you bring it to the New Living Translation. The King James said that he has swallowed down riches. But the New Living Translation said, they will vomit the wealth they swallow. Amen. Think about it. Amen. And what wealth is that? Including your own. They will vomit the way they swallow. God won't let them keep it down. So we have to take it in the spiritual dimension. Some of us, the, the financial things we are going through, it, is, it has spiritual dimensions. Where 
did they vomit? They will vomit the wealth they swallow. They are not swallow just money or wealth. It just go beyond money. You can have money and not be wealthy. Yes, but you cannot be wealthy and not have money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, no, 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 yes, no, no, no. You didn't hear what I said. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, wealth means that it's not just the money. It involves properties and investment. Well, if you sell your assets, it's another thing. So, wealth means that you have houses, you have companies, you have this. Some people have money. When the money finishes, everything is finished. Mm-hmm. There is nothing to show apart from the money. But this one, the Bible says that they will vomit the wealth they swallow. And the prudent when is day. Mm. Mm. I don't know whether you are alive. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord settle your finances here this Amen. week. Among the things that God is settling, your financial issues must be settled. Amen. Because sometimes when you don't have money, people don't even think you love. People don't believe you are a lover and you can laugh. I mean, what, what will you tell a girl that you love her, but all every time all you do is to pray for her? I'm celebrating my birthday. No, that let me pray for you. Uh, I need some money to go and do my hair. Let's believe God. Prayer will handle it. Chai. Why did prayer do went to saloon? Have you seen prayer go to saloon to go and do their hair? No, it doesn't work. I told them in the morning, I said that. Wealth has riches as many friends, poverty is an offer. That's what it is. <laughs> you lose all the friends right now because some of us say eh, there is a poverty tree planted in our family background and it has to be uprooted from the root. When you continue to read and come to the King James, when you continue to read that, there is a place even Job said that he has taken my crown. Eh? Let me look at my Bible and see exactly where he said that. That's in Job chapter 19 verse 9. Job chapter 19 verse 9. He said that he stripped me of my glory and he has taken the crown from my head. He stripped me of my glory. All this thing is connected to poverty. Mm. All this one is connected to poverty. So, yeah. No. Yeah. So Solomon says something in Ecclesiastes. He said that this is what I saw. He said, Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised. And his words are not heard. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised. So then I understand why Solomon asked wisdom. All he needed was wisdom. God said, No, you don't know what you are talking about. I will add riches. The reason God, so the riches Solomon had, God added it. Solomon didn't ask for riches. Give me wisdom to handle this your numerous people. And God said that I will add riches. So the riches was an addition. He didn't ask from God. Because God knows that when he gives you wisdom without words, his wisdom will be despised. So this is it. Mm -hmm. Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Amen. So sometimes... It is not in your good interest for your wife to have so much money. You, the man, you are broke. You will be a cook. Come on, crack your bags, ah, Ebiya. I just want to know, baby, at the ten up, There is a place that people will just give up on you if you decided to. I told somebody, I said, listen, there is nothing wrong being admitted at the hospital, but don't stay there for long. Because then all those that visit you, they'll get, they'll get fed up. 
they come, you are there one week, two weeks, you are there. So say, hey, kafane, like bro, until you don't want to be discharged. And then you are there. Hey, what other doctors are so you are so doctor? And one so me me so be so you, but me see see how so my tipping be. Doctors okay, and let's examine you small. Then they bring you like soup. Then they bring you kafa. Then you enjoy. Okay, maybe you next week. Okay, you keep on staying there. All the people that visit one of them, the last, the next time they came, so they oh, right. Then when is the doctor going to discharge you? On can you? Okay, he will harm you. I was saying because I debut on Monday, but I have been saying because but man, concern by heart. Now just oh, John, no, no. So it's not in your good interest to stay in poverty for long. It's not in your good interest. And let me tell you something. I will say this and I'll start preaching. Much as the devil fears your prayer, he fears your prosperity than your prayer. Yes. <laughs> this is the reason why he can fight you not to pay tight. He, he is happy when you are stingy. So in the kingdom. The devil is happy because he fears your prosperity. Why? Because you can pray amiss, but you cannot give amiss. That means that there are conditions that make prayer work. But whilst the earth remains, see that one and that principle, it works for unbelievers. The person of Christ and the principle of Christ. The world people, are, the worldly people, they have taken the principle of Christ. They don't like the person of Christ. We love the person of Christ. Sometimes we don't want to practice the principle. So there are two sides of Christ, the, the, the person of Christ and the principles of Christ. The person of Christ prepares you for heaven. The principle of Christ prepares you for prosperity. We love the person of Christ, but we don't like the principles. So sometimes eh, the financial struggle contracts me, but then it diverted. Something is open, then it closes up. Some of them, too, by the time it open, there is so much warfare. The devil is involved because he fears your prosperity. He fears. He fears. Because when you prosper, you can expand the kingdom. So your prosperity is not just about you. Once you are prospering, Satan is looking at what can you do to impact and affect his kingdom. Because every prayerful giving Christian affecting his kingdom in a certain dimension. So you can imagine you are prayerful and you are also giving to support the church. You are supporting orphans. You are building auditorium. Those things impact the devil's kingdom. It affects him. So he fears your prosperity. That is why if you don't aggressively come to the place and understand the principle that make kingdom prosperity work, you'll be a reproach and a byword. You'll get to the place of the status quo. Amen. I show you in the morning that God told Abraham, do you know something? Everybody God called, he promised them prosperity. Everybody. Adam, he told him, be fruitful. Noah, he said, be fruitful. Abraham, he said, I will bless you. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. He said, I will bless you. I will make your name great. And when God said, you will do it. I will bless you. Leave your father and your mother. Go to a land. I will show you. When you do that, I will bless you. I'm going to make your name great. I will make your name. I will make you of a great nation. I will bless you. What is the, what is the definition for God's blessing? I will bless you and make your name great. By Genesis chapter 13 verse 2, he has fulfilled what he said. Abraham was very rich. So what are you talking about? Abraham was what? Very rich. <laughs> that means that when you become rich, God will not be angry. Okay. When you clap, I will preach well.
I said, when you become rich, God will not be angry. Amen. So, that is it. The guy is now extremely wealthy man. So, when you are wealthy, God will never be angry that you are, you are, you are rich. Don't ever deceive yourself. Don't let Babylon deceive you that when you are poor, you are small spiritual. In fact, when you are poor, God doesn't trust you. Because your true character will not show. That is why he blessed Abraham before he tested him. poor hallelujah right? over the years i've done ministry i i have i have i, I came to conclusion that you cannot trust people until money come to their hand people can bow down everywhere and that dear and they pray for me let them start having money no they stop doing what they do hallelujah Amen. <laughs> we're in invasion and there was a guy who used to come research one of our tumors hey don't stop doing what you are doing i say your mind is turning you you are mixing it yeah Keep carrying the things. Do you know Jesse Penny? Eh? The guy, which, which one of them was a porter? He was the one. It was just a guy. Jesse Penny was a sanctuary keeper. And he was one of the richest men in America. He did that to his death. They asked me, say, my blessing is connected to that. Amen. Don't ever get riches and stop. I'm telling you. God has blessed me. I've never, it has never changed anything about my life. My prayer life, my everything has never changed. I am rather growing stronger. Amen. No. When I was broke, I couldn't even do fasting for seven days. But now I can go to 50. I can go. No, I'll forget about everything and go there. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. Look at what did God did to the next generation. The baton of riches was handed over to Isaac. Genesis chapter 26 verse 13. Go to verse 1. Verse 1. Uh -huh. There was farming in the land. Everybody say farming. All these are trials. So, beside the first farming, that was the days of Abraham. So his father experienced coronavirus. He too has experienced coronavirus. Farming. Another way you can take coronavirus is farming. Plague, epidemics. Watch this. There was farming in the land beside the days of his father. And Isaac went into Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gilead. Look at what God said. Uh, and the Lord appeared to him. When the farming came to his father's time, the father went to Egypt and lied that my wife is my sister. This guy too was going somewhere. The Lord appeared to him and said, go not down to Egypt. Don't go there. Because your father went there and it took my intervention. Go not that, but dwell in the land which I shall tell you. Go to the land which I shall tell you. Watch this. So God intervened in Isaac and told him that, hey, don't repeat your father's mistake. Don't go down to Egypt. God called Egypt down. By verse 10, eh? remember there was farming in the land. Go to verse 12. In the midst of the farming, Isaac sow. In the midst of the farming, Isaac sow in that land. And received in the same year where there was farming, a hundredfold. And the Lord bless him. That means that he obeyed the law. The circumstances look like I must go to abroad for greener pastures, but God says stay. And he stayed. And the Bible said that. And the Lord bless. And the Lord. And I said so in that land. Now, look at what the Bible says about him. <laughs> And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became very great. 
that is beyond his father. Go to the New Living Translation and look at it well. Serious encounter. He became very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. NIV version. Watch this. <laughs> the man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. I love that one. Look at the Amplified version. I want to show you something here. Go to the Amplified version. The man became great and gained more and more. The man became, became great and gained more and more. And he became very wealthy and, and distinguished. He was set apart. You could see the guy. Everything about the guy has changed. All that is. Let me tell you something. I want to give you something to write down. Huh? Write it down. Concerning the divine sentiment about your finances. Number one. Believe that it is God's will for you to prosper. Write it down. Believe that what? It is God's will for you to prosper. So, the first thing is, I forgot to settle your finances. And let me tell you something. Is, is there anybody here that God must settle your finances? I didn't hear it. Is there anybody here that God must settle? Yes. Almost every one of us here, God must settle our finances. Everybody. You are not there yet. No, the way one mouse asked, what do you mean by no, your hand down? Believe that it is God's will for you to what? Prosper. Believe it. Without any question, you have to believe that it is God's will for you to prosper. Why? Because tell John, I've quoted it in the morning. Tell John 1 and 2. Gaius, I mean, I mean, John wrote to his friend Gaius and he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as you so what? Prospers. And I say, it's a holistic prosperity. I wish above all things that you prosper financially huh? and be in health, body-wise, you are not sick. Even as your soul prosper, you are born again. Yes, sir. Yes. They are all in place. You, the first step is that if you come to the place and you are doubting whether God wants, because some of you have messages that hey, if you prosper, you might backslide. There are even girls here, they are afraid to marry somebody from a wealthy home. Hey, you're afraid. Uh, that is it. Mindset. Mindset. Yeah, mindset. And let me tell you, some of them is generational. Yeah, when we were going to school, my mother used to tell us something. Hey, Nana, you see any How many of you don't see any Is anybody here that they told you those things? Oh, I thought I'm the only one. Oh, Mama was asking you, you not see any before. Hey, you don't see any one What one man who did you? No, no, you are behind us completely. They told us, I wouldn't see any biokwe. So we were working in school, and there were, our, our label is, wouldn't see any bi. May the Lord remove that label from your mind. And that one alone can affect you. That one alone can affect you psychologically. I'm telling you, the wouldn't see any spirit, it can affect you. You walk, you get to America, wouldn't see any bi, wouldn't see any bi, wouldn't see any bi, wouldn't see any bi, wouldn't see any bi. And it's, it's under the influence of parental authority. Because the background you are coming from, the label on the family is Unim Se Yenibi. When are we going to come to the place Ayen Se Benyabi? No! That was it. So no wonder we went to school with Shito. Our Shito, there's no tomatoes. Hot pepper. You eat, you are sweating. Oh my goodness. Those who are who was from the family that you say you will be. You can see the difference. 
You can see the difference. Every label that the devil has put on your life, from the mouth of your father or your mother, on the week of divine settlement, may the Holy Ghost yank it off your body now. May your army be louder like a Nigerian. May every negative label and wrong label be wiped off from your body now. Amen. We are walking around with labels. Labels. You see any prosperity, you suspect it. No. I have seen people come here, ministers. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry, no, yes, sir. Hey, I'm in the sky. Don't know why. It's a mindset. If it's a church, it should be poor. But this time, they expect you to sit on the bench. The one sorry, I trust you, trust you, roller coaster, bam, we one on the Do you remember those things when we used to go to church? We'll be to meet Trabin, you know, so i now. You are in the air. No, there are people they still have those mindset. You can come to church, see nice carpet, you are angry. Hey, that's one day. Somebody say he brought somebody to church. Hey, I'm sorry now. I have a professor. I'm telling you, the person told me. Somebody can come here and conclude that the way the place is now, God is not here. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. You can be so poverty. <laughs> One of my mentors said, I follow his ministry very strong, Papa Deboi. He said something. He said, The poverty mentality was so strong that they believe that when you get good things, you have backslided. So, say one day somebody gave him a Mercedes Benz, a woman. She went to hide the Benz and he said, Look at this woman. How can you do this right? You want me to backslide? Huh? Say so you covered the base and hide it. So the woman started praying. And this is the thing. The woman's blessings was connected to he, the man of God, using the base. So as long as the base is stuck there, the woman's blessing is stuck. So one day God himself came to me and said, you are sitting on my daughter's blessing. He said, oh Lord, me, I can't do that. How can I do not say, the car you have Saturday, you are not using it. It's affecting my daughter's finances. So he drove it once and came to park it again. And he said, while she was driving, eh, he felt that people were watching him. Oh, this pastor has backslided. Oh, this pastor has backslided. So he came back and parked it and said, Lord, people are talking about me. That it was a it took the grace of God to break those things. Thank God now he has an aircraft. Yeah. It's broken. Yeah. There are even people who sit in church, they believe that their pastor must be poor. No, especially Ghana. There's something that is going, yes. Pastor, the, one man of God in a, a, in a country told me there was a, a Ghanaian church somewhere. I don't know where, I don't know, it, but it was not in Ghana. The pastor was using some rickety car. She went to preach in a Nigerian church. When he finished ministry, one of the guys came and said, Man of God, please, your car. And he said, So he gave me, he said, I'm sorry, don't, don't take your car home. And he gave him, he gave the pastor his seven series BMW. He said, I just, I just, give me your car and take this one. I just want to give you my car. You don't deserve this kind of car. So he gave him seven series BMW. The pastor came to church on Sunday and parked the car, the normal place. Ha! Immediately, Dickens called meetings at peace and comfort. Hey, Rakan, can is on one day. our money. Our money. Our money. They called it, and so they, they, it became a fight. They called it the, the, the finance, whatever. Where did he get the money from to buy the car? Have you checked the bank balance? He said, Sunday, we can't check it. He said, no, something is wrong. 
the church. One deacon came, took organ. He said, I bought it. This one took drum. Scatter the church. Before they go to know that the car was a gift, they have scattered the church. No. But let me tell you this. A poor pastor cannot pastor a rich people. Oil flow from the top. Oil, it flowed from the top. That is the way. It comes to the head of Aaron, to his beard, and it goes down. So if I have poverty mentality, don't expect to prosper. Then the few people in the church that will prosper, they only prosper to control the church. I'm teaching you. <laughs> so you see that they control the church. Don't preach this. Don't do this. Don't. Can you imagine somebody controls me? Nobody. If you become a president, you come to this church. I know where your standards are. No, this is an anointing. This one is a calling. No, 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 no. You know where you belong to. No. <laughs> in the first place, I won't put my eyes in your offering for you to say that you have stopped our money. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. God showed me the keys to kingdom prosperity. I committed myself to it. He said, the key is giving. I am only growing in giving. I'm growing in it. God said, there is no way out. I was fasting in down so man. 23 years ago, when the Lord showed me, don't come and ask me money. I'm not your heavenly banker. I am your heavenly father. He said, every morning, and the Lord told me, he said, we don't print dollars in heaven. We don't print Ghana City in heaven. Do you want me to give you money? Be a giver. And the Lord gave me one prayer point. Don't ever come and ask me money. Pray for me to give you the grace to give. And I fasted seven days and prayed for that grace. I have not recovered. Amen. I have not. This is what I'm telling you that if you live the faith life, the faith life, because you see, the fearful thing about the faith life is that you don't talk your condition. You talk where you are going. And once you start talk where you are going, you will frustrate the people who don't understand faith. So I can come and stand and say, I can never be poor. It may not necessarily be money in my pocket. That is where I'm going. Because it's a substance of things you hope for. It's the evidence of things you don't see, but you believe it. Now, today, when I say it can be contented, but when I started saying it made in power, I didn't have anything. You heard it. I didn't have anything. My car didn't have a starter. And I said, I can never be poor. Some people go so angry. They told my father, Piakov, you stop him from preaching. Stop him. It's too irritating. Ah, I have not stopped irritating you. I'm still irritating <laughs> <laughs> so the faith life and the faith life, because I told you that faith too is a currency once you have the dollar and the pound the city faith is a currency so me the currency I use is faith now this is the difference this is the difference some countries don't respect the dollar when I was in Amman Amman do you know Amman there's a country in the Arab a shared border with Israel it's called Amman their money is stronger than the dollar so when you go to a man, you take hundred dollars. It can only buy in the man money about fifty. So when I went to a man, if I'm going to buy something at the shop and I take the dollar, you know the America, this one is going to be like fifty dollar or something, and a man is about hundred dollar. So countries don't respect. You know every country that, for instance, when you go to Britain and you present dollar co compared to the pound, your dollar will be very useless, even to the euro because of the inflation. Huh? Are you getting it? So the 
the pound sterling the euro they are stronger than the dollar even in ghana here is the same are you getting it the pound sterling and the euro they are stronger than the dollar now so even the currencies it depends on where you are using it it depends on where you are using it if you take the ghana cd and then you go to forest bureau with thousand dollar now the see just one and is plenty are you getting it so if you are in ghana you have some dollars you are in an advantageous side but faith currency here it has the same value in every country oh man the currency of faith it value can that means that what faith can do in america it can do it in ghana what faith can do in Accra, it can do it in brown half once it is faith it has no respect for geographical location it will just move no 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 i'm telling you the wealthiest churches on earth is not in america they are in nigeria they are not in america no they are not there <laughs> don't ever think you have arrived and don't consider yourself to be a sponsor of god nobody can sponsor god when you are prepared to give to god don't let it go into your head and don't pray politics with kingdom giving the place that has blessed you give give there you because the kingdom giving it goes with principles it has i don't want to take you there now so the first step is that you must be convinced that god wants to prosper me if you don't get that conviction and you are double-minded about hey i don't want to get blessed and pro i don't want to get blessed and backslide hey if you have a talk up me to me mom without mindset there's nothing god can do there is nothing god can do to change your destiny and the way babylon 2 is fighting our prosperity that does not also mean that you must do it in haste and in a crooked way oh, wow. <laughs> ah all those who are trying to do a crooked way they are not clapping mm. some people don't believe that god has anything to do with their money but he has everything to do with your money yeah some people don't believe it they think that i have to work hard and make my money no 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 that's a greater mistake you made that's why i say we should pray some people just believe that god has god has nothing to do with my money i'm the one who must work god has something to do with your money deuteronomy 8 18 put it very clear but thou shalt remember the lord your god for it is he that giveth thee power to get what wealth who give you the power to get wealth you remember what i told you this morning the reason all our money is for god whatever you have in your bank account the reason is for god is that there is something you have or there is something you are using now that belongs to god that that condition of us makes everything we have belongs to god i don't care how much you have the oxygen you are breathing is for god mm -hmm. yeah. so when god pull his oxygen from your nose then whatever you have becomes useless so that is why i said the silver and the gold are mine it means that your money can buy anything but not oxygen yes, sir. Yes, sir. so that makes us become a possessor of everything but stewards of nothing whatever we have we have it for the benefit of others god blesses you so that you become a blessing the purpose of your blessing is that you become a blessing the purpose of your blessing is that you become what a blessing that is what god told abraham there is chapter 12 and verse number two 
That is what God, that was a condition around. I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. That thou shall be what? A blessing. So the reason I'm blessing you, Abraham, is that you will become a blessing. So when God blesses you and you are not a blessing, he cut it. That is why three days ago, I told you about the deviation. When the lepers went to the place and they saw the booty, then they were only thinking about themselves. They take it, they eat it, they go high. They take it, they eat it, they go high. But they don't know that the action that has happened, they are fulfilling the prophetic word. So sometimes eh, your blessing is just that you will be put on the track to fulfill a prophetic word. So you are just, when the prophetic word was walking and moving around and scanning, it landed on your head. So the, purpose, the reason why suddenly God is blessing you is that on God's timetable, you must fulfill a prophecy. Once you start having distorted mind and thinking that I work hard to get it, you are digging your grave. That is why anytime God commanded me to give, I never struggle with it. Never. Give me this, close this bank account. I just do it. Give this car straight. I just do it. I mean, one day God told me to give a car to a man of God and I was struggling. The Lord told me that if you sit in a car and you even arrive, it's my protection. That means that sometimes when God tells you to give a car, it is possible the car is on a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Once he lifts your hand, the thing is cancelled. God can give you another car. But you give it. Now listen, anytime God asks you for a seed, he has a harvest in mind. Once the earth remains, seed time and harvest time. Can I say that again? Anytime God asks you for a seed, he has a harvest in mind. Because he said, no, oh, no man, anything. That's a blessing. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 18. God has something to do. Thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for it is he that giveth thee power to what? And so that you will do what? He will establish his covenant, which he swear unto your fathers. So the kingdom prosperity, eh? it is not a promise. So it does not answer to prayer. No matter how you pray, if you don't give, nothing will happen. It is a covenant, so it's a response to obedience. Can I say that again? Maybe you get it. The kingdom prosperity is not a promise, so it does not respond to prayer. Yes, sir. Prayer only breaks the demonic hand that is fighting the thing. But you must give to get a harvest. Yes, sir. So it responds to obedience. So what is it? When Abraham obey God to sacrifice Isaac, God swear he swear I swear by myself that because of the way you have obeyed me in blessing I'll bless you because why did God swear because it is not Abraham that willingly wanted to give to God, it was not a God loves a cheerful giver, God commanded him to kill a son so there are giving eh, there is what we call God loves a cheerful giver you give because you you come to church, you are giving offering, you put your hand in your pocket, one, 200 note, 100 note, 150, 110, one, uh, five, one, two, then you take the two, cheerful giving. Then you come and drop the two, fine. You don't have a problem. That giving, I mean, fine. They that give sparingly will receive sparingly. They that give bountifully will receive bountifully. Okay. Another person also give thousand. Out of that, then God reward. But the serious one, the one that launched you out of poverty, mm. is the one that you start praying, God bless me, or God, what should I want to? Sometimes, literally, when I wake up, I pray and ask God, who do you want me to bless today? 
Is there anybody that you want me to reach the person? Now, you are not there yet. Because the one God said, give me crown. Eh? So I said, wake up and pray. Who do you want me to give? I refuse to pray that prayer. No, when you come to that room, you will do it. I'm telling you what I do. But, <laughs> but the one I'm talking about is the kind of giving that, the one that lets you pass the test and the heaviest open on your head is the one that God commands you. Yes, sir. When God tells you, give this thing to this. That is how it works. You have to first believe. Hallelujah. You cannot be stingy and walk in certain dimensions of blessing. Number two, the reason for the giving is that the giving protects the rest. So, what's it is? Once God finds out that he can depend on you to bless others, then he becomes possessive of what you have. And he jealously protects it. When God jealously protects your wealth, anybody that comes around and God can kill the person is so you see you cannot touch abraham you can't touch isaac jacob laban tried one day when 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 jacob stole away eh? jacob the way he ran it was stole away he stole away when he stole away laban was on his way he said this guy will kill him he was there god met him in the night nobody saw the encounter but when Laban came he said that the god of your fathers met me you can imagine god meeting a man and he said, God warned him that don't speak anything good or bad. Don't tell him he's a nice boy. Don't tell him he's a bad boy. He said, I don't want to hear anything good or bad from your mouth. Don't say anything good or bad to, to uh, what do we call it? Jacob. The reason I'm not killing is because he's married to your sons, your daughters. But Laban said, the God of your fathers met me. He said, it is in the power of my hand to do you harm. That was what by the God of your father. So when he planned the thing and he didn't say, God came down. Yeah. Now hear this. Hear this. This is where things like paying your tithe and giving occasionally as God demands helps. Because it makes God protect what you have. It is dangerous to have prosperity and you don't have defense. Now let me tell you something about kingdom prosperity. The devil was shooting arrows around Job. The arrows were not working. When the arrows returned back to him, whatever was not making the arrows work, Satan says it's a hedge. That name hedge, it is not God that said it's a devil. Have you not make a hedge around him? Whatever the devil saw, he called it hedge. Now, for the devil to get to Job, God must lift the hedge. So God told the, the devil that he is already in your hands. I have lifted the hedge. Do what you want to do. It is when the hedge was lifted that Joe's property started getting destroyed. As long as the hedge is there, there was no destruction. I'm teaching. Divine settlement. We need to get this thing for where we are going. It is dangerous to be blessed and disconnect from God. You expose yourself, you become vulnerable. And the devil can just wipe you off completely. So, he said, have you no make hedge around? So, God put the hedge and he gave the devil access. And then God put a limit. Huh? He said, touch everything, but don't touch his life. Don't touch his life. So, there was even a limit to where the devil can go. If God doesn't give him a limit. So, let me tell you something. The reason you need the protection is that when you prosper, the spirit of poverty in your household and the authors of poverty don't like it. Because some of you, when you prosper, then you are changing the history. And one thing tradition doesn't like is to change history. Yes. 
Come clap here. Let me show you this. A new move has come. A new dispensation has come. It is true that in the, in the time of the law, the Sabbath day, you don't kill somebody. And Jesus said that. Even that one is hypocrisy because some of you were. When your donkey falls into the pit, you go and lift him. So if I heal somebody, a donkey that is falling, a man that is here, which one is better? So the Sabbath was made for the man, but no man for the Sabbath. Jesus is the one that said it. Now watch this. The reason they were holding on to that thing was tradition. So they mixed tradition with hypocrisy. When the spirit of tradition descends on you, you don't like change. This is the way we want it. This is the way we dress. This is the way we move. We don't want you to change. Tradition. And Jesus said, tradition make the word of God of none effect. So you make the word of God of none effect by the tradition of your father. Why did you make it none effect? You start fighting God for what he's doing. Yeah, nobody fight God and win. So the Pharisees, they never won. Jesus called them hypocrites. He said, you, you are like sepulchres. You are like white tombs. He said, you strong words for them. Because they hold on to tradition. If you hold on to tradition of poverty in your background, you will not step into prosperity. Mm. I'm teaching. Tell your neighbor, be convinced that God wants to bless you. And God has something to do with your money because I am the Lord that giveth you what? Power to prosper. All of us, anything in our bank account, God gave us the power to hold it. Yes, sir. Hey, I know you are not clapping, but the way you drove your car from town to here, it is God that protected you. Mm? Amen. Wow. Who is learning something here today? <laughs> thou shalt remember the Lord your God you see that give her the power to do what? to prosper what is the secret of kingdom prosperity apart from giving it was still connected to giving but let me put it this way Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 Jesus taught a golden principle for prospering in the kingdom so that you step out of selfishness number one seek ye first everybody say first seek ye what? So don't seek a boyfriend. Don't seek a future husband. When you come to church, your first aim was not to get a man to marry you. No. Your first aim is not to become a pastor. Or we give you puppy to preach. The Bible said that. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things. Which things? things now let's go back a little bit to 30 and we understand that one watch this wherefore if god so close go to verse 28 wow i love this one verse 28 why take ye thought new living translation and why worry about your clothing look at the lilies of the field and how they grow they don't work or make their clothing <laughs> Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God saw, oh, come back to verse 25. I'm looking for something. I've not gotten it yet. Verse 25. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Not to worry everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, 
Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Yes, principle. Principle. Kingdom principle. Go to verse 26. Look at the best. They don't plant. Have you seen uh, Apatupre doing farm? Have you seen Kwakwa Lebi doing... Uh, <laughs> I am not the one saying again. This is the guess. The best. They don't plant. They look at the birds. They don't plant. Have you heard a bird in your window come? Come, 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 madam. I'm very hungry. Give me some food. Have you seen a bird come to your house to beg for food before? No. That's what the Bible says. This is a look at the bird. He's teaching a strong principle of it. Strong principle of it. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. So when the bird wake up, the bird is not thinking about what to eat tomorrow. Because what he's going to eat is God's birthday. Yeah. Some of you, eh, all your apprehension, anxiety, leanness, meanness, can turn cross. Oh, sometimes eh, you can think so much you become mean. All those problems is as a result of tomorrow, which you are not in control. If you see somebody in church who is not laughing, who is walking moody, depressed, oppressed, tomorrow. All the problem is tomorrow. They cannot enjoy today. Tomorrow, some of the guests that are working, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. You are not fine. <laughs> no, all the thing is tomorrow. When am I going to marry? When? When? Will I ever get a husband? So they are not living today, they are living in tomorrow. I'm preaching. Let me get out of there. So that, huh? They don't plant or harvest or store food in bands. Your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable than they are? Question. Huh? Oh, say on. Verse number 27. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? So tell your neighbor, worry is a sin. Tell the person, worry. Some of you are sitting here, worry about when you are going to marry. Worry about whether you get money. Worry about where you are going to do Worry about this. Worry about this. Worry about this. There are people who have worried and die. But worry is still alive. This is a kitty. You will worry until worry kill you. Worry push you to go ahead and he will stay. Yeah. Worry. Can you? And then, let, me, let me repeat that one again. Let me repeat that one again. Can all your worries. Look at the NIV version. Watch this. Look at the NIV version. Look. Who of you by worry can add a single hour to his life? So the way I said hmm. So if you if you are around them, but you, then all the air, NASA. So if you are don't if you don't move out of there, you won't get something to breathe because they breathe in everything. It's finished. People can take in a deep breath. One day somebody took in a deep breath. I can't have a flat tire. He sucked the air so much he sucked the one in the inflated tire. I used to have an auntie. Hey, if you go and sit by her, that's it. What you have been said? And he has a way of sitting. What he say? Open it. And he, you do it and change his face some way. And let me tell you something. Worry is infectious. Don't stay around people who are worried. Stay out of them. Stay completely out of it. Very, very infectious to infect you right now you deal with them no 
If you come to my house, you are staying around me, you are seeing you are moody, I will suck you. Straight. No. No. Suck you straight. This is what the Bible says. Look at the message Bible. Look at the way the Americans put it. Verse 27. Look at the Americans. Check the way they put it. Has anyone by few seen in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? Sure, what has he had one inch into your life? This is America. Few sin is in the Bible. Has anyone by few sin you have protruded your mouth above your nose, angry with everybody? Yes, worry. Come back to New Living Translation. Let's go. This is the key. All these are enemies of prosperity. Huh? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field. So Jesus deal with foods, clothing, and shelter. If you read the whole thing, he deal with all of them. He said, eh, listen, even if you don't, eh, let me tell you this. If you compare your income to your expenditure, you realize that you are living by a miracle. If you like, eh, put down your income and see the way you build a house, the way you bought a car, the way you are able to buy the things you buy. Compare your expenditure to your income. You will realize that you are still living by a miracle. can't explain you cannot explain so all this your worry that is giving you high blood pressure and other sicknesses you are just wasting your time enjoy what you have today do it oh said the spirit of um, a chilling come upon you go to kimbiski buy some drink eat buffet and chill it doesn't come every time, but that once a woman said the spirit of chilling. <laughs> Can I pray the spirit of chilling on your life? It's not a good time. No, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. Hallelujah. It's not a good time. After the seventh, I will release that anointing. So there are times you just feel like chilling. Travel and go and chill. Live life. Abrofono Muni, 90 years, 100, you know. Some of them work a whole January up to Abaju and they go for vacation. Vacation, no, yes, she or Soria, Udidi, no, 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 Give me the call spray. Whilst you are in church, you are working. And ready for a born in church. You are working. Some of you, eh, you can enjoy your wife. You can enjoy your husband. Why your husband wants to kiss you that you have a call? Hey, hey, honey, it's my boss. Oh, my boss. Yes, sir. Tomorrow we are going for the meeting. You want to finish the thing. And say, okay, okay. And then, hey, boss, but the thing, you didn't give it to me. Oh, really? Let me send it to you. Check your horse out. Boss, you are not chilling. You are not chilling. Some of you, you work everywhere. You are sitting in the uh, water closet. You are working. You are in the bathroom. You are working. Now on bed too. You are working. I'm tired of you. So your husband look up and say, "This guy, I'm tired." No, no life. Some people have no life at all. No life. You don't have any life. 
Even Jesus Christ, he said that, let us send the crowd and rest. Rest a while. Even Jesus rested. Jesus took the disciples to Zacchaeus' house and cheered. He went to one day, a Pharisee invited him, he went to cheer. That's what Jesus should invite him. You can be his enemy, you come and eat. Even if you poison the food, you pray. And eat the food in front of you with the poison, nothing will happen. That's what it is. He went to Zacchaeus' house. He cheered. After fasting, take your wife somewhere and chill. Chill small. You see, the way you have been coming back from work and try to fire and you are tired, it's not a good condition for you. Go for vacation. Ten days. Shut your phone down. No distraction. You will see how you function. we don't have any life some people they don't have any life all they do is accumulate so you work and die for your nephews to come and jump in no there are people like that there are people like that they work and they die they don't drive a good car they don't drive nice they don't dress nice their wife don't look good they don't go on vacation with all their money they will sit in the economy because where you are <laughs> do you understand what i'm talking about no no it takes grace to enjoy prosperity you come to the place huh? start from economy that's where we started from the economy they are not the same there is even the bad there close to the toilet huh then you come to economy plus, move to business class, come to first class, then go to private jet. Then your life is just moving on up. Oh no, you are not understanding what I'm talking about. You have the picture of your future. Then you are moving around. You are swimming. You are not stagnant. Stagnation is dangerous. It doesn't please God. You just work and work and work anyhow. Because of your attitude, God cannot add to you. Because of your attitude, God cannot add to you. Because of your attitude, God cannot add. You are too much. Your, your, your mindset has been transformed by the renewing of your mind. May the Lord settle your financial issue. May the Lord settle your finances. It's very important. Let me tell you something. Many years ago, God told me, God gives you prosperity so that you can live long. When you start getting blessed, then the devil starts giving you attention. When you are nothing, Satan doesn't care about you. Once you start lifting up at a certain rate, and at that time, you cannot keep the old life. If it's my poverty that will make you be happy, then you will never be happy. If you want me to be poor for you to be happy, you will never be happy. Because I'm not going to make you happy. No. (laughs) Why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Wow. But what happened? Yet Solomon in all his, uh, his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. Let's go to the next verse. If God cares so wonderfully for wild flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So I told you that he's teaching the principle of faith. 
Why should I have so little faith? Now we are going to where? So don't worry about these things. Say, what will I eat? What will I drink? What will we wear? Now listen. Anything you, 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 you believe or you claim you, you want to get. That you don't have now. God knows you don't need it now. When you need it, you will supply it. Yeah. From that. So don't kill yourself for, I want this car by force. Keep the one you have. When the time comes, God will give it to you. Because hear this. I told you yesterday, there are things you want there, but you don't need them. Huh? If I see a car and I say, I like this car. And, and I try to get it. I want it, but I don't need it because I have a car I can drive. So then he says, Sure, you are dying. You, hey, iPhone 13. Hey. The one you have. So you want the 13, but you don't need it. Yeah. And God doesn't supply your want, He supplies your need. So the reason why we are under apprehension, anxiety, and sleepless night is because of want. And my gods are supply all my needs. So there are things you want them, but you don't need them. Amen. So don't worry about this thing. These things dominate the thought of unbelievers. So there are a lot of people in the church who are living like unbelievers. They are unbelieving believers. The things about tomorrow, tomorrow. So one of the attack of all people who doesn't go to church is to live in tomorrow. The, Jesus said that this thing dominates the thought of unbelievers. Those who don't have Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they are only, that's why they steal. That is why they rob. That is why they gather because their life is in tomorrow. Jesus said, these things, so don't live like an unbeliever. If you're not living like an unbeliever, right? it takes you to live a life in Christ. And the love of God. For God to ask for your Isaac to hand over. If you live like an unbeliever, you can't give your Isaac. And, you do, and if you don't give your Isaac, God will not swear on your blessing. So you come to the place that you conclude the Lord after all. This is one thing that changed my mind. I didn't have anything. I didn't have. I married a single bedroom. I drive a car without starter. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. If today I've come to where I am, how did I come here? So, it doesn't make sense for me to give to this God who gave it to me. Hmm. It's a simple. He can have thrown, reduce you to where he pick you from. Yes. So, what is your problem? God just have to pull the hedge around you. Yeah. Everything you have accumulated will come down. I've seen wealthy people that became poor in one day. Bam! So, Jesus said that this thing dominates the thought of unbelief. A lot of Christians are living like unbelievers. Many, that is why the church is so weak. This generation, you can see the way the coronavirus tests the church. God permitted this virus to test the capacity of the church. Do you know there are people up to date, they are afraid to come to church. They come to church, you are singing. When you are praying, all they are thinking is Koro, 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 Koro. And then they are that's all they are thinking. Some people are still there. And I'm no, it is God that protected you. It is not if God doesn't protect you, you cannot escape this virus. Because it's demonic. You need God's protection. No, are you getting it? This thing dominates the thought of unbelief, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. 
So girl, God knows that you need a husband. Yes, sir. God knows that you need a child. God knows that you need a house. God knows that you need a car. And <laughs> when the appropriate time comes, for instance, where you are, if God brings you some cars, they will kill you. No. There are some things God would have given to me 10 years. I cannot even handle it. No. Amen. If you ask me why I don't have some things, which means I can't handle it. When I grow to the place I can handle it, God will give it to me. No. Amen. This is the golden key. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. The King James says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That means I put God first. Hear this. Put God what? First. Don't put your knees first. Seek ye. Do something for the kingdom. Work. Seek ye first the kingdom. Don't seek money. Seek God first. And all these things shall be added. This is one of the key for God establishing your prosperity. That is why I told you. I have more hope in the future than today. I have more hope in tomorrow than today. Why? Because I'm doing what God tells me to do. Once you are doing what God tells you to do. Exodus 23, 25. You shall serve the Lord your God. Kingdom service. He will bless your bread and your water. He will take sickness away from the midst of thee. So this is a scripture for divine help. That means that the sickness will come, but because of your service, God takes it. Oh, there is no sickness that devil has not fired on me. Death, threatening, whatever. Hey, come on, don't even think about it. I will never be worried because I was diagnosed of something. Never. I just have to continue to do what I'm doing for God. No. Hallelujah. Never. No, 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 no. Huh. Amen. Never be worried about it. You shall accept because I have covenanted myself under this scripture. Mm. I am serving God. I finished preaching the afternoon. I'm preaching. 70 days I'll preach. God send me another place. I'll go and preach. Pray this. I'm doing it. Once I'm doing what he asked me to do, he is responsible for my life. Seek ye first the kingdom. Don't just come to church and come to church and sit down with pride and walk and go back home doing nothing. Some of you, it was what you were doing that brought you to where you are. Why did you stop doing it? Listen, do you know why David slept with Bathsheba? He was supposed to go for war and he stayed at home. The Bible said the time when kings supposed to go for war, David stayed at home and the devil sent a black woman. And trap him. Straight. So don't just come to church. I went to Nigeria and I went to a service. Huge church. And when I was there, the pastor that took me around, I saw people parking cars. You could see their suit holding flashlight. I said, prof, do you know this man? Parking car, he owns so-and-so bank. This one owns so-and-so oil firm. And I saw that almost all the people that park cars, they own banks. You don't even have a granite, uh, 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 maybe a chinkatia, and friend say, chinkatia factory. You don't have it. No, there's too much arrogance, especially in Ghana. We have to come down. Seek it first.
first the kingdom of God is find something to do. Make sure you are doing something. Don't hang around church that God can look at from heaven and all you do is to work for your company. And there is nothing. This guy standing at the camera, he's serving God. These people at the top there that we are they are serving God. These people playing keyboard, they are serving God. So people came to clean the sanctuary, they are serving God. Hey, what do you do for God? Quarters, they are serving God. Kingdom service is not to attend church. You are doing something in the house that one day when you go to heaven, you will be given a crown for that. You shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread. Some of you, you start serving God. You know, then you have arrived. Others are doing it. When I look at some people's attitude in church, I am surprised. I am surprised. I say, Jesse Penny, he was a sanctuary cleaner. Oh, this was two by four money. That, that is not, even God has not approved it yet. Serve God. Serve. Serve God. Mary Martha, they were cooking for Jesus Christ. And because of that service, Jesus raised your brother from the dead. Serve God. You will not know the benefit, but one day, that thing will save your life. Because you are serving God, it will save your life. Seek ye first the kingdom. Find something to do. You are too special. You are pedicure. I don't want... Um, oh, we're ready. She said, I'm going to clean the water. I'm going to clean the water. I'm going to clean the water. That is what it is. Some of you cannot do anything. When you go to heaven, we are sharing crown. You won't get one. Even me, a father, sometimes I go to carry concrete. Seek the kingdom. Do something. Hallelujah. Work. Work for God. When you go to heaven, they won't give you crown because you work in Echo Bank. They won't give you crown because you go as you to work at Bank of Ghana. Now do suit I sing. I can't eat. I know Prado. No, I be there. When you suit I say, go and stand Jesus. Jesus, I came for my crown for Bank of Ghana. Now there is a, a, an angel in heaven. I do I answer boss I am praying that God will release an angel that slap. Now you are there. No, you go to another say, and you should be not church, church, church. I don't know what Oh, you go to you go to work early and come to church late about it when it's raining tender storm you pass through go to church and so pity oh and then come here and so pity pity there hey people regret in heaven the day crowns are being shared apostle paul said that i am caught between two opinions whether to go or to stay it means at that time i can make a choice based on my own personal decision he said for your sake i'll stay but at the point he said i have fought a good fight then he didn't finish it. I finish say Now it's left for me a crown of righteousness. So among the crowns he's going to get, one particular one is righteousness. There is a crown for living a righteous life. Five crowns. Read my book. Read my book on fasting. You see, I mentioned all the five crowns. Even fasting, there's a crown for it. For just fasting. Jesus said, you have your reward. So fasting, even in the five days dry, especially the dry ones, they are, they are crowns. Reward because when you are fasting, eh, God can use your prayer to save others. Wow, <laughs> kingdom prospect. We must understand work for Nyame, work for Nyame, seek ye first 
use your substance. Listen, buy your cars, buy your houses and properties and lands, but use some of the money for the kingdom. Because that is the only thing you can be remembered. Why is the Roman Catholic Church still there? Sometimes people will properties for the church. Go and check the room. Many people will big time properties for the church. That is why the Roman Catholic Church is very standing. Over the years, charismatics, we all think only about ourselves. No, I'm telling you, I heard the statistics in America that I cry. They say that they check the white churches and the black churches. And they saw the input of the white churches, missionary and the investment for missions. And they said that black churches are now worthy. But compared to comparison, the black churches investment into mission is just about 15%. And the white about 99. Small churches, they send missionaries. Spend the money, but give some to God. Somebody here will never go back the same way. Again. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.